don't, don't, don't put me in the girls' bathroom. No, boys aren't allowed in there. It's okay. Don't. It's okay, Marty. No. Come with us. No, please, don't, don't pull my pants down. That's where I keep my taglines. <laughs> <laughs> and what a nice, big, juicy tagline I got for you. Oh, <laughs> big uncut tagline. Oh man, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm about to hang dong all over these taglines. Let me oh. tell you, <laughs> uh, there's horror in the halls, lynching in the lunchroom, and murder in the metal shop. That's just a southern high school. <laughs> but also, none of that happens. There's when a hang- was- there's a hanging. There was lynching in the lunchroom? Yeah. I mean... I we'll mean, get to it later, but yes, okay. there is, there is. I, I guess so. Alright. Uh, take a trip through the halls of horror. Nope. Not gonna do it for me, bud. <laughs> uh, Marty majored in cutting classmates. Um... Uh, I like this one. I like this one. Inherently untrue, because he's in high school, and you don't major in anything in high school. (laughs) No, well, that's what he did, like, in between. He went to college. He went to college for slaughter. Uh, no, because we learn later he did not go to college. No, I mean, yeah. Let Also, on this one, let's try not to spoil it to the end. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna gonna try my best not to. Alright, so, uh... Where the student body is going to pieces. Uh, I only like that one purely because the uh, sleazy agent in the beginning of the movie has a pieces poster in his office. Who is also the the producer of this film. Oh, this film has Italian all over it. (laughs) It's actually an American and British uh, co-production. Is what it actually is. Interesting. Yep. We'll get all into that. Uh, Next, for murder, Marty gets 10 out of 10. That's not. That sounds more like a. How about Marty gets an A? Yeah, that sounds more like a sports (laughs) analogy than anything else. (laughs) You get 10 stars, Marty, on the chore chart. (laughs) On the scale of hot dick, you get a 10 out of 10. A fat 10 out of 10. (laughs) Uh, Marty was the dork of Doddsville High. One day he got mad, then he got even. Too long. Uh, Always too long. (laughs) One day, 20 years later, he got even. (laughs) Right? That's a good question. Is this supposed to be 20? I think it's 10. But, I mean... Yeah, there's no way it's... Yeah. Well, I don't even know if it's 10 either. I know. It's well, like their 45th high school graduation reunion. Oh my God. With a budget of $2.1 million, a limited release gross of $90,000, with one hanging of dong, nitric acid face melts, smoking weed, cocaine usage, door crucifixions, exploding intestinal poisoning, Two scenes of female nudity, swords through the chest, fence impalements, acid disintegration, lawnmower dicing, double kill climax electrocution, drowning in shit, hatchet to the face, spears to the gut, zombie dream victims, syringe in the eye, 
and scar tissue peel-offs, with 13 deaths in total, a 5.3 on IMDb, and a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes, it's 1986's Slaughter High. Let's drop some bombs. This is great. The old bastard has blown a fuse in the middle of a thermal, and we're gonna roast. I'd like you to meet Bimbo Cup. I showed ya! April Fool! April fucking Fool, you motherfucker! My mom's a werewolf. You come barging in here, interrupt what might have been the most important phone call of my life, and tell me that your mom's a werewolf? I mean, my mother's a real honest-to-goodness werewolf. Big deal. My mother's a cow. Welcome to Bombs Away, the B-movie comedy podcast. My name is Jonathan Young. Joining me all the way over there in Riverside, as always, is... It's me, Joe Exotic. I hate that bitch, Carol Baskins. <laughs> the April Fools. It's it's only me, Tyler Rowe. Oh man, if I got Joe on this episode, <laughs> let me we tell had... you about Slaughter High. <laughs> no, I want to get him to help us review Roar. Oh, good he could call. tell us what it's like to be mauled by a big cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, let me tell you that movie where the boat. That Indian kid is on the boat with the tiger. Totally unrealistic. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, that green screen was shit compared to Joe Exotic TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He could have learned something from this movie because yeah. the effects in this movie kick ass. I love the effects in this movie. I love, I love how many things in this movie seem to be picked over remains of other movies. Yeah, but this movie, this movie fucks. Let's get uh, it right off the bat. You're, you're not wrong. You're so not wrong. Like, I somewhere deep inside, I feel like I've been holding on to this one. And and the reason why I thought that I was like, oh, this one's going to be the boring one, because like I said, it's it's a co-production between like uh, American and British, uh, you know, production companies. And and every single person, aside from, I think, one actress in this film are all British and British people are doing Americanly boring. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought I was like. Oh, this movie's going to be like, yeah, Slaughter High. <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought it was going to be a, like more of like rich people bullying him because they are this Doddsville High that we're immediately introduced, right? Um, after after a really crazy, quirky theme song that will not stop playing throughout the entire film. This movie could only afford two songs. It's it's this and this weird song that almost sounds like a like MIDI cover of Ain't Nothing Gonna Break My Stride. <laughs> now lean back real far and close your eyes. That's it. 
<laughs> yeah, it it sounds like they're all partying in a like abandoned Margaritaville. Margaritaville. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's literally the music that that Bernie needs in order to be reanimated. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, yeah. So we got this like kind of punk rock, uh, April Fool's song, uh, that you heard in the intro and, uh, it's, it's one of those things that they keep throwing down your throat. I think it plays three times in this film. Yes. But the portion, a portion of the song and the way that the song is written and the composure of the song is also the score of the movie. Oh. So you oh. <laughs> literally hear hints of it without lyrics throughout the entire movie. Yes. Uh, speaking of the score, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is scored by none other than Harry Manfredini. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Hack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for th- some of you who somehow may ha- do not know the name, we're talking about the person who has done all the scores for the Friday the 13th films. Okay? And uh, apparently he only knows how to score <laughs> Friday the 13th films. <laughs> because it sounds very, very close. And and I, I, I don't know. Is it something that they're just like... Were they like, yeah, fuck it. Like, Paramount already stole our name, April Fool's. So, like, we're going to use the actual Friday the 13th stinger when that happens in the film? Yeah, I don't don't understand. It is one of the weirdest parts about this movie. Yeah. Um, Uh, Yeah. uh, So, we'll we'll get there. It's actually coming up, uh, like, normally we say we get there and we don't get there for a while. That's actually not too far um, in this. But first, we've got to talk about... Doddsville High, which I guess circa nineteen uh, what seventy, you know seventy uh, five yeah. doesn't seem like it. No, <laughs> right? Because like if we're talking about that, this is their ten year reunion that they're all gonna come to later on in this film. We've got to mention that that's got to be then at least nineteen seventy six. Yeah. yeah. Not no. buying it. No, I'm not buying any of it. <laughs> not buying that whatsoever. Um not not enough brown, guys. No. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, Doddsville High looks to be like a charter school of some sort, right? Well, now, now that you've explained uh, or, or or part of the trivia explains why I initially was like this isn't a fucking high school because yeah. this movie was filmed in England. So <laughs> this is but an the, English the, high school. And the front of the school, it was actually like that. The outside facade was actually a uh, mental institution. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, that's even more why it's so upsetting looking <laughs> yeah right uh, if if my mom was like get uh get out of the car jonathan it's time to go to school i'd be like i'm not going there ma that's just not that's not happening that reminds me of um there was a high school in my hometown uh that was really laid out weird and all the windows were really high in it and it's mm-hmm. because the um the architect who designed the school and it opened like to hang was... dong <laughs> no he was a <laughs> He was a prison architect first, so he designed the school like a prison, essentially. Everything has a central hub like a prison does. All the windows are really high, so they only let light in. Yeah. So it's awful. 
And that's what this school reminds me of now. Makes sense. It makes a also, lot of sense. Also, um, why do these classrooms have windows into hallways? <laughs> uh, so, you mean like like the, the door window? No, I'm or talking... Just... Later on, we see in a, in a party scene, um, this classroom has a window that go looks directly into the hallway. Oh. And there's like several classrooms that have this, and I don't understand what that is well that would be to let light in for the patients when it was probably a mental institution no actually the inside was a school yeah the inside was a school not sure i have have no idea uh but yeah so we we immediately have our introduction of marty he is the nerd he is the school nerd and i'm guessing that this is kind of like after class activities it is because it's uh they're waiting for a track meet to begin okay and 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 we're also introduced to who will be our final girl her name is carol right yeah so yeah i'm i'm not rooting for anyone but marty in this movie (laughs) (laughs) fair very fair i mean uh it's it's one of those things too where they really try really hard like for example with uh the blonde who is like second to last yeah (laughs) you know the one who's like i'm next and it's like yeah no shit like one of two of you are left one of you's next it's Um, definitely not you right uh they try to make her out to be kind of very innocent right and you're like yeah "Yeah, you still were a part of this this is all kind of bullshit so um yes carol is played by caroline monroe so they didn't really try too hard with that one um, yeah, <laughs> uh, but she was actually secretly dating, uh, or maybe it wasn't secret. I I shouldn't use that, but but she was dating the director George Dugdale at the time of the filming. Um, oh, oh, it was secret. Yeah, like as I read on, they actually had kept their relationship secret during the film filming, and then later married, and they're actually still together with two kids to this day. Oh wow! Yeah, something good came out of. Uh, slaughter high right here yeah she's also she was also in um a james bond movie she was in the the spy who loved me oh yeah um, she was also in maniac which yep. is rad um <laughs> rad but yeah uh nobody in this movie you should not root for a single person in this movie other than marty <laughs> yeah no, you're absolutely right. Uh, and e- even Marty, you're like, oh, come on, buddy. You really no, gotta stop. I'm not even. I'm like, go farther, Marty. <laughs> like, okay. uh, let me let me lay this out for you guys that are that are that haven't seen the movie. Possibly, it is kind of hard to find. Um, but uh, <laughs> Marty is just Leonardo DiCaprio's character from What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Oh, oh no. <laughs> but not going, you know, full Tropic Thunder yeah. on the role. But he's literally like the proto-Arnie at this point. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you're not wrong. He does play it, but I mean, if that's the case, then they're letting special people work with nitric acid and... I mean, honestly, nobody should be working with nitric nitric acid, but okay. Well, it reminds me a lot of uh, the, his portrayal of how he is as a nerd. Reminds me a lot of of why my high school's Spirit Week had to get rid of Nerd Day because uh, for Nerd Day, people would wear helmets 
and then just okay. run around like they were mentally handicapped. And I was oh, like, that's no. this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they're like, no oh. more nerd day. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's mentally handicapped when they wear a sweater vest. Yes, basically. <laughs> it, you know, Jeez. nerd day went away before army day did, which was on, on army day, some kid dressed up like an Islamic terrorist, and it took longer for that to go away than the wearing <laughs> the like, helmet. What? So. That's one of the armies. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make a toast to the troops on both sides. <laughs> it's good people on both sides. <laughs> I love army day. Oh, um, yeah, so before we go any further, I do I do want to point out that uh, Marty here is played by Simon Scudamore, who uh, unfortunately took his own life uh, after the filming of this this movie. Technically, uh, not even after the filming of no, this movie. Because during you, the filming, yeah, when you look at it, he actually died in 1984. So this film then took two more years to make. Uh, when Whenever the killer is on screen, it is actually the director, um, yeah. which kind of oh reveals who the killer is. But uh, that part of the spoiler, uh, you know, I think that's it's pretty big, obvious. Yeah, that's not a big deal. Right. So let's get into this. Uh, so like I said, we're introduced to Marty and we're introduced to Carol and Carol is just leading Marty on. She's like, come on, Marty. You've never done it before. You And he's like, I've done it. I've done it plenty of times. And she's like, like, "What?" He's like, "What do you think? I'm a virgin?" It's like, "Yeah, I do." Yeah, <laughs> I really, really do, buddy. But that's okay. Um, but he's just like, "No, I, I've done it. Let, let's do it." Right? And she's like, "Okay, so we're gonna do it in the women's locker room." And he's like, "Boys aren't allowed in there." It's like, "Dog, this is why she knew you were a virgin. <laughs> this this is, chance, bro. <laughs> this is wholeheartedly why she knew you've never clapped cheek." <laughs> You're not stirring that macaroni. He's like, because... don't, don't worry about it. You'll 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 appreciate it later, though. <laughs> like, don't worry about it. I have the oddest condom on earth. Oh, oh, Jesus! Yes, what is that? Some sort of like scrub brush condom? I, like, I think it's one of those supposed to be like ribbed for her pleasure type ones, but it is so fucking odd looking. Um, it looks like something out of Rick and Morty. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just a like plumb the plebis. Bob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah. What is it? Not a plumb bob. That's from it's Sims. It's a plebis, right? No, the... it's a, no, it's not a plebis either. <laughs> I don't know. People but know that, what we're talking about. It's yeah. that thing on that on like when they tried to like capture lightning in the bottle the second time with the cable box thing. Yes. And uh it was like that, like how it how it gets made. And it's the, yes. the flebas or whatever. And it looks yeah. like this thing. It looks like the condom that Marty is pulling out and, like, blowing up with his, like, mouth. And I don't know. It has a weird, like, pink end on it, too. I yeah. Didn't know, I didn't know it was multicolored. I, I wasn't around back then. I don't I don't know what condoms back then looked 80s like. 80s condoms apparently had lesions and, <laughs> and, <laughs> and tentacles. bruises. Yes, tentacles. Like no, a lot so, more hentai. Um, so she yeah. she brings him into the bathroom under the guise that they're going to have sex. And, and there's a, th- this movie's hilarious. It's really well written, actually. Uh, it's not well executed, but the jokes in it are pretty funny um, because... He gets in the shower and she's like, how do you like it, Marty? Hot or cold? And he's like, how do I like what hot or cold? 
And she's just like, <laughs> the shower. <laughs> God, <laughs> Marty, you fucking virgin. <laughs> um, I, I kind of prefer... I I kind of prefer my my vagina cold. <laughs> I there is a reason I'm in the embalmers club at school. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean I was gonna be a murderer regardless. <laughs> um, so yeah, good. We're also introduced at this point to the rest of the gang, quote unquote. Okay, there are way too many people to be pulling off this prank. Also, um, I. I I understand why they look this old at the advent of this film at this moment. Right. But, um, holy fuck, do they look old? Because <laughs> that okay. was the first thing I noticed. I was like, holy shit, these people are old as fuck. Tyler, this goes back to the same thing that I we did last week with Vampire Hookers. Is this thing of, like, how is everybody so old, like, 40 years ago? Well, yeah. <laughs> like, everybody looks so old, and I know that they're casted old, but, like, even, like, when we were talking about, and we've been noticing it a lot lately, Friday Five, you know, with the, the main actor there, uh, yeah. is that, that we keep seeing these people where you're like, oh, he was 25, and you're like, what? Like, yeah. he look, looks well, I think, old. I like, think we don't look that old. You don't look that old. In the 80s, if you were young looking, but old... You were on TV. Yeah, that teen beat. Well, yeah, because like, that was much more lucrative to be young-looking but old, because then you could be on a TV show forever. Yeah, that Joe Erotic beat. That Joe, beat. Joe Exotic? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Joe Erotic. <laughs> I sell dicks. <laughs> yeah, he did. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we have ten people walk into this locker room. And uh, they're all quiet. Like, basically, they knock on the door, and Carol, who is like, well, we got to get undressed in separate stalls. That's how you do it if you want to do it with me. And he's like, okay. Right? Yeah. And uh, while that's happening, they knock on the door, and Carol goes to the door and pretends being like, oh, hey, Marcy, you coming to the track meet? As she lets all ten of these people in. And somehow, not a single one makes a peep for Marty to notice. They're really good. They're they super do. good because I don't think I could have done it. it no, also, I would have been laughing. Also, I don't think I could have done it because this is awful. <laughs> uh, this is not to make light of the, you know, what I'm going to say, but this is sexual assault. Also, what they though, do to this guy. I, we can't pass it on yet. As, as they're getting in there, right, Marty looks on the wall and he actually sees his own name and it says R- Marty Ranson, uh, uh, sucks right and right before they cut away he proceeds to like put like an like a like a cross through the the s so it looks like fucks yes yes (laughs) i was like good job buddy do you know what's crazy what about this 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 marty guy yeah talk about living rent free in somebody's mind because this guy has not done anything to anyone and they write about him in the women's locker room showers yes yeah girls <laughs> girls are literally being like god what god that was a rough track me all right so i'll catch you in the showers and they're like hey marcy you forgot your sharpie and he's like thank you i forgot marty ranson really fucking sucks it's like jesus <laughs> christ you guys <laughs> like who takes that much effort that's the same thing as like when you see somebody 
at, at like or like the remnants not actually somebody but you like go to a walmart and somebody took the time to like carve into the toilet seat oh yeah 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 <laughs> where, where somebody was so angry that they were just like i've got to carve this toilet seat you got to represent where you're from <laughs> it's at me all times. i'm in the dookie gang <laughs> I want to make sure when your ass sits on this, you sit on the Dookie Gang. You know it's Dookie Gang straight up, homie. <laughs> um. So, yeah, Marty is, uh, Carol's like, hey, Marty, are you ready? And he's like, ready to go. And then they're like, April Fools, as the curtain opens up. And Marty has straight up hung dawn. This movie hangs dong in the first five minutes. We didn't even have to, like, speculate where we would have put it. It's right there, right in front of you. And guys, it's multiple shots. Oh, yeah, this guy's dick is out hanging between his legs. It is. Scraping on the floor. Yes. Flopping around (laughs) from an above angle shot. But, Jonathan. Yes. You told me this movie hung dong. Uh Uh-huh. You did not tell me. This movie was going to hang hairy asshole. Oh, no, man. It straight up goes into the black hole. It shows his butt. Like, his butt hole. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call it the black hole. When, the a, black hole. when a movie shows you somebody's asshole, you, you have been opened up to the black hole. That was that initial, the, what, the original concept of that Disney film. The black hole. That's, <laughs> yeah. what, that's what it was actually about. Yeah, those two little robots were actually butt plugs. <laughs> um, Beep boop must go in your butt yep so um yeah now he's he is showing butthole to the camera because what has happened here is <laughs> what the butthole thing i can hear you no. snickering <laughs> i'm just thinking about buttholes <laughs> they're um, they're the reason it's showing you his buttholes because they're giving him a swirly they in the toilet. They picked him up naked. Who is like, yeah, now that we've exposed you naked and we've sprayed you with, like, fire extinguisher? A, a chemical fire extinguisher. Right? His dick is ruined. <laughs> um, and then you've dropped to the floor because you've slipped, right? We still are not concerned if you're, like, hurt from that slip, right? Your dick is slipping and sliding and, like, the camera can see it. So that's all. Yeah. That's very rude. It's like smashed against the ground. Yeah. <laughs> just slipping on the tile. And then they pick him up. And that's what I was just like, who goes this far? Who is like, I'm going to pick up this naked boy and then per- proceed to give him a swirly as, as well. You know, my thing is, is that Marty missed the opportunity to turn the bullying in this moment. He, this is the 80s. Literally, all he had to do was be like, wow. You guys are gay, and they would have put him down and left, and they never would have picked on Marty ever again, because now he has the secret that they touched his cock and balls. Shut up! This ain't Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it, yeah. I mean, that's I, from my own personal experience in life. You know, in in like middle school and stuff like that. That was the way to win. Was just oh, yeah. being a smartass. You know, yeah, and and you're you're very right. Where it's just like, hey, you, my dick's in your face right now. I'd have been like mid dunk, been like, excuse me, upside down. My <laughs> dick's in your face. Who's the be gay like, one? They'd be like, oh my god, Chet, you're such a loser. Yeah, they'd be like, <laughs> ah, you're the one who thought of this, Skip. You know? And he's like, oh, he goes oh, back man. home, and it's a scene like in a in 
in Billy Madison where he puts the lipstick on. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Because, like, that's all it would have took, right? I mean, that guy probably would have, like, beat your ass at the end of the movie, you know, like, as he's wearing, like, a a sweater, like, a pastel sweater tied around his neck. Yeah. But but still, it would have got him off him in this moment. You're you're so right. And then um, in walks in our most underreacting, like, like gym teacher in the history of mankind. He's like, hey, hey, what's going on in here? (coughs) What's going on in here? He's like, you know what? Everyone's in trouble, (laughs) including you, kid, clearly being bullied. (laughs) Yeah, right. He's like, um, they, he literally, okay, so they mid-dunk get caught. Right. And Marty's there. He's like kind of covering himself with his own hands. Right. He's fully butt ass naked. And coach proceeds to yell at every single person before getting. He literally goes and introduces us, the audience, to. And he's like, skip the Joker. Right? He's like, roll call. But M- <laughs> Marty is still hanging dong for all to see. And, and he's just like, all right. All right. Who's this? Oh, Joey. Joey. The big buffoon Joey, right? Oh, Carol. Carol, you're going to be a star one day. All right. Hey, Marty, why are you asked out? <laughs> That's yeah, he's basically like, what happened. He's like, he's like, he goes, he goes, and Marty, boys aren't supposed to be in the girls' locker room. Right? Don't There's you like, have well, somewhere to be? <laughs> that's the cutaway here? That's that's the lesson? Don't be in the girls' locker room? Guys, something what if- that we forgot to mention that I that needs to be mentioned because it'll reference back to a kill is that, oh, like, is that Marty is not cut. He has an uncircumcised <laughs> penis. Yeah, it just wraps that skin around somebody's neck. It's weird. Um, <laughs> uh, no, but he... Uh, the students went further than we forgot to mention. Is that, like, when Marty, like, gets sprayed with a fire extinguisher, he goes to run, and this is why he doesn't have a towel around him while this is happening, is the fact that they went to the lengths of hooking a car battery up to the, like, towel Oh, my God, that's right. They electrocute him. Yes. and These are sadistic people. Like, who goes that far? What if... I've never... All those people got in that room, like, our main, our main, quote-unquote, final girl hero as well, and then, like, they bully Marty, and he walked out, and he had a huge dick. (laughs) Just like... And they were all like... Oh shit, Marty! <laughs> you know what? <laughs> right? We're not picking on you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, um, a- immediately after, like coach is just like, "All right, Marty, get out of here." And the rest of you, you got detention, which is basically what happens. Uh, like Carol's like, "Hey, Marty, wait up!" <laughs> just immediately, yeah, like, she's "Hey, like, Marty, like, Marty, Marty, nice you know dick, what? Dude. I mean, you know it was Skip's idea. I would never think that, especially for somebody so endowed with such a huge." <laughs> brain we're gonna stop <laughs> calling you marty the nerd fuck piece of shit loser we'll call you Horsecock marty is that cool with you <laughs> we're gonna call you dong wong now yeah <laughs> so uh, yeah they all get detention except for marty he's just told to go find his clothes somewhere else apparently right so marty in like I'd say one of the, like, ballsiest moves you can do as somebody who was just dunked in a toilet is to just get changed and go back to school. Yeah, just finish what you were doing. <laughs> like, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna tell a story. 
You Uh-oh. ready? Oh <laughs> no, I'm not ready. Yeah, this uh, I, I, I this is a story of uh par- partial. I, no, it's bullying. It's fully bullying, but it's not. It's it's against me. So you get to laugh at at my expense here. Oh wait, right? you were getting bullied. Uh, in a way, yeah, you could say that, right? So like because because here's that here's that kind of mentality. By the end of this. You know, I did what any normal-blooded human being would do. It's like you fucking go home, right? <laughs> yeah. So, um, I was I was seventeen. I was the manager for the baseball team because uh, I'm an idiot and I wanted a Letterman jacket, but didn't want to actually do sports. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so I was the manager of the baseball team, and uh, there was this guy that did not like me. Um, so we were all on the bench, we were at a game and this guy, um, this guy knew that I had a cup of Mountain Dew (laughs) and when I walked away to go do something, he proceeded to piss in the cup. Oh my God. Yep. Um, I... And because of the ice, the fresh new ice that was in there, I did it. the 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 temperature it didn't happen for me until it hit the lips. You drank piss. Yeah, yeah, You're man. A piss boy. <laughs> uh, immediately, it was just like it, it, it. Remember, like little monsters when that when that bully drinks piss that like Maurice the monster pissed it in the apple juice. I you don't remember that like- movie. I don't like uh, Howie Mandel. I've never seen that movie. <laughs> I hate Fred Savage. <laughs> I California. hate both Savage brothers. California. It was it was like that moment for anybody who's like I've seen Little Monsters and he's like whoop up pissing my apple juice. Yeah yeah yeah. That was kind of like me in that moment, right? As everybody's laughing. Right. Meanwhile, what happened is the the baseball team all together because they knew that he did it got suspended for the the rest of the season. Oh my god! So the season was over. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, who's the hero now? Never got that Letterman jacket though. <laughs> <laughs> they won. <laughs> they did win. Um, but yeah, in that moment, like you call your mom even at seventeen, and you go home. Yeah, <laughs> I just want to go home. And 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 what happened to me is just like, damn, that's gonna get around tomorrow, you know. Um, for Marty, dude, that's uh, you've been electroshocked. <laughs> you've you've hung dong in front of multiple people, and you've been dunked into the toilet. Go home. And two dudes man. rimmed you while they dunked you in the oh. toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, but nope. Marty is like talking to these two guys and they're like, Hey Marty, um, like you, you want to, you want some drugs? And he's like, all right, I'll take some drugs. Right. And he also Marty says something still... really funny right here too. Cause they're like, Hey man, we didn't mean anything by it. And he's like, yeah, you really ruined my chances with Caroline. Yes. Like, how are you still oh thinking Caroline? Okay. You're delusional and you're right. You are Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but here's what's also I'm a weird. climate, Gilbert. Right? So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, they give okay, they give they give Marty basically weed that has something like a chemical that's gonna when when introduced to a flame is gonna make firecrackers, you know, like and also make him shit. <laughs> yeah. Um and and in this moment, 
Marty is like, all right, guys, I'm going to make some two, four, six, try not the try nitro tolerine. Right. And you're like, you're going to make TNT, dude. Yeah. Like, he's going to kill them. He literally <laughs> says this. He says, I'm going to make some two, four, six, try, try nitro tolerine. And Hell you're yeah. like, um, if, uh, is it one of those tests where he's like those fucking idiots, if they had actually knew what I was talking about, they'd know that I literally told them I'm going to kill them later with dynamite. <laughs> See you later, guys. I'm going to blow up the federal building in Oklahoma City. Right? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> if my name isn't Marty Rathbone. <laughs> I, um, I just love that he gives they give him that weed and he's like, oh, fuck. It's like, he's like, it was laced with PCP, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy your trip <laughs> yeah. uh, but that's the thing is like what did Marty do to these people for them to have this much of a vendetta that they're still not done they're God, not done that's, this movie is the perfect encapsulation of what it is like to be bullied <laughs> because like for the most on the part, same day for the most part, when you're bullied, right? You're being bullied for no fucking reason. You're right. You're absolutely right. And it just escalates from there, you know? So, like, that is the one thing about this movie where I'm like, yeah, you know what? That's pretty realistic. Because, like, this guy hasn't done anything to these people. Fair. And they're really going above and beyond to ruin his life for literally no reason. I, I, I'm just over here being like, holy shit, like, is this because everybody in this group plays by some sort of crazy April Fool's rules? Or is this just a day in the life? Yo, that is <laughs> that is interesting, because they do say something later that I was like, what? And then I had to read, and it was a moment of the film not realizing that it was being written by an English person, <laughs> yeah. and that it won't translate, that that's not how April Fool's Day works in America. Okay, so. <laughs> uh, do you want to discuss this, or do you want to wait for it? Basically, we'll, we'll get into why it's important, but for those who don't know, in England, April Fool's Day is actually just a celebr- it's only celebrated from... 12 a.m. to 12 noon yeah. on April Fool's Day. Um, you prank people, and then if you were pranked before 12 p.m. noon, you are now a fool for the rest of the day. That's that's it. That's so, it. so if somebody pranks you after noon and you fall you're, for it, you're a fool. Is that what you're saying? No, 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 no. You're, you have to be pranked before noon. Oh, okay. If you fall for a prank before noon, you You're can't be fool. pranked anymore after noon. Oh, yeah, right, right. Because that's that's when a fool sees his shadow. And, <laughs> and then it's eight more four, weeks of winter. Eight more weeks of corona. <laughs> they, uh, you hand your wife you hand your wife some papers, you're like, honey, we're getting a divorce. She's like, ha, April Fools. She looks over at the clock and it's twelve oh two. Say it back. <laughs> say it back um so yeah no there's this weird thing that happens throughout the movie that we'll get to but that's that's very extremely important is that the writers of this film actually do play by this unknown british rule or like yeah. at least unknown to american yeah you know um, so then um the bullies proceed to commit murder yeah. Okay. All right. 
So I, let's just go into it hard. All right, they so, they commit murder. Yeah. So okay, we're we're introduced to like we said the the coach was calling out names, but the main mastermind, the jester, is Skip. Right now, Skip uh, is just your typical eighties douchebag, right? But every all the kids that got caught are are in the high school gymnasium doing like workouts as detention, right? And Skip proceeds to throw a rock the opposite way out a window and then go, holy shit, coach, somebody just threw a rock at me, right? And yeah, like, and the coach is like, go find who did it. It's like, damn, coach, you deserve to be bullied, you fucking idiot. <laughs> coach, which, like, where's the glass if the rock is thrown <laughs> inside, sir? These are the same people, uh, this coach was served on the same committee that tried to figure out who killed JFK. It's just like, I think it was 16 shooters, all from the sewers. You know, I must say, anytime a glove doesn't fit, I definitely acquit. (laughs) (laughs) That's all it takes for me. Uh, So, yeah, yeah, um, because... There's no glass or anything, and he's just like, all right, go, right? And he sends Skip out to go and find the person who threw the rock, right? Which Skip then goes out and proceeds to put Pepto-Bismol in the chemical mixture that Marty's making. I don't even think it's Pepto-Bismol, dude. I know, it's something. It's just pink. (laughs) You know what I think it is? I think it's cocaine. Because, oh. like, they definitely... Cocaine usage is definitely a thing in this movie. Yeah, but, like, what is putting cocaine in his, like, chemical mixture gonna do to anyone? I, I think he literally was th- was thinking it was just gonna bubble over, <clears throat> right? But the fact of the matter is, like, fool, what are you doing? That could have blew up right in your face right there, right then, too. That would have been cool. That would have been awesome. Like, well, his fate is amazing in this in this film anyway. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> um, might Chef's be, kiss. Might be my favorite kill of the movie, uh, if it wasn't for the creativity of another kill. I was going to um, say, it's my third favorite. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, yes, Skip puts something, cocaine or something, into Marty's nitric acid that he had uh, left boiling anyway, <laughs> right? Yeah. And this pr- proceeds to have Marty come back and... um. What, he lit his joint on fire with the Bunsen burner, right? And this caused yeah. an explosion, right, with the chemicals. Yep. A- and those two together caused the entire place to catch on fire. Yep, and then the ensuing explosion causes uh, this nitric acid that is just asking to be dumped on somebody. Right, and, um, and, and literally, as Batman is pulling Marty out of the fire, <laughs> and he's like, no, you're not supposed to be here! You're supposed to get Rachel. <laughs> Rachel! And and somewhere, Rachel was just being like, it's okay, it's okay. And <laughs> and then Marty became Two-Face. Yeah. Because that's literally the origin story of Two-Face, guys. Right there, right in front of us, there's Marty Dent. My favorite thing <laughs> about this acid is that it's conveniently corrosive because when Marty pours it into his, like, beaker the first time he spills it everywhere all over himself as well like all over his shirt and shit well so then as as you know like like nitric acid does not eat through shirts it only will go through skin 
Like, like when, so like when, when you get exposed to it, like full body, like all you're left with is, is shirt. That is shirt. Yeah. yeah. Not even pants. It's just something shirt, about the shirt material. Shirt and Merkin is what's left behind. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, so yeah, like I, okay. I do have to say though, when the nitrate acid is just full on slow-mo splash in his face, I'm almost kind of, I'm just like, Ooh, I feel you. Yeah, <laughs> like, I genuinely was like, "Oh fuck!" Right? It's like, <laughs> but also like, I don't know how he got a straight line right down the center. Then, like Two Face. Yeah, yeah, I don't understand that either. <laughs> what was what was the? Oh, it was uh, Batman Forever. Remember, um, he put up like a Manila folder. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's what Tommy Lee Jones did. Um. Which is my, I still my favorite portrayal of Two Face. By the way, is still There's Tommy Lee Jones. There's only been two. I know. <laughs> so you got to pick one. <laughs> I'm not picking Tommy Lee Jones. Oh wait, who did the voice? Oh, William. I'm Shatner? picking. No, dude. I'm no, the voice on that Billy D. Williams in <gasps> oh. the Lego Batman movie as my favorite <laughs> Two Face. My oh my, you surely do belong with us here at Arkham. so marty's wheeled off and um it's now okay yeah so the future so carol just wakes up right this i was like oh was this all a dream yeah And, and it's not it's actually just carol waking up from the nightmare of what she did 10 years ago right but carol is now a famous actress um and I would you... I would use famous loosely considering her agent's accolades are pieces apparently so I would I would I would use famous loosely. Okay, here we go though. But this is this is literally that, that it's it's Dick Randall is the actor who calls her on the phone and is her agent, right? So Dick Randall is the producer of this film and pieces and so many other like B movies from this time. And he's playing Manny, her agent, and he's basically just playing himself, which is just Harvey Weinstein. Yes, so creepy. Yes. He's he's playing an agent that's like, come on, Carol, come on. You know what you got to do in this business if you want to go far. You got to show your titties. Right? You got to show your titties. Right? And, I mean, in the 80s, He's not wrong, and that's the problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> However, he's not saying show your titties to me. He is saying show your titties in a movie. That's why she Which does, will she's saying also she does be it. to me when I yes. see them on the screen. The movie is Casting Couch, the movie. <laughs> no, I meant, you know, you'll be showing your titties to me eventually when you <laughs> show them on the big screen. You know, so events, but, um, either way, you gotta show them. <laughs> uh, yeah, so she takes a shower after declining this film, and then a character who I'm not sure ever shows up again. Um, I beg to differ, but the, uh, I, 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 now I feel like I want to hold it for you. <laughs> okay, good. Hold it for me. Okay, go ahead. Uh, a chick shows up in her house and scares her mm-hmm. and is like, Oh, are you gonna take that role in that movie? And she's like, "I'd rather go to this this high school reunion." And then it's like, "Oh, so you're gonna go to the high school reunion?" Because that's we all know that's the story. 
of this movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, of course, they're going to go to the high school reunion. Um, this friend says that she got engaged, and you're like, I don't know who you are. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, I don't <laughs> even recognize you. Right? So, now, we skip forward, and there's that music again. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> right? Yeah. And you're like, come on. Also, before we go on, did you notice Carol's bed? Like is huge. Was this this giant like like plush fireplace looking thing with She's like, like spotlights, track lighting? Yeah, we know what kind of movie she makes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So now Skip is driving a Volkswagen. He's on his way to this this party. He picks up um uh, uh what's her face the blonde. Yes, the the other girl who. Uh, a Nancy. Has no her name is Nancy. Nancy. Okay. Who has the least amount of character development out of any other character, but somehow manages to have less than one very specific character that shows up in this film. Yeah, and and also like, very specifically has one role: sit here and then die here. Yep. <laughs> uh, which is most people's thing is like they they have very specific things that they need to do. Um, in order to get this plot moving continuously, and it's just yeah, the, the the only other person in this movie who gets less time whatsoever in this movie is the Asian girl who I genuinely, for a moment, nah, was like, "Where the fuck did this girl come from?" Uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna raise you. I'm gonna see your Asian girl and raise you, Ted. Ted, the guy who drinks a beer and then his oh. stomach explodes. <laughs> I didn't know at Ted le- existed. At least you know his name. Yeah, because they're shouting it as his stomach explodes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um so before we we're skipping ahead here, I know, but um yeah, so skip Everyone meets on Convenient Street. <laughs> Convenient Street is a crossroad of of plot way. Where just everyone meets on this single road. It's the same thing as everybody going to Camp Crystal Lake. Honestly, it's the same thing. There's one road in, and uh, dog. This is more circumstantial than than Camp Crystal Lake. They literally all stop and run into each other, and the hitchhiker also happens to be one of their classmates who's on the way to the reunion as well. I mean, we're gonna figure out why that is. You know? I know, but it's just fucking insane. Yeah. No, I, I don't disagree. So um, now at this point, yeah, uh, Skip's Volkswagen. Uh, and the reason why I'm bringing this up and why it's important is like because so many people are going to ask, uh, you know, if you're listening along and you didn't follow the movie is like why these people eventually don't just take cars out of, out of here. Right. Is yeah. Skip's Volkswagen breaks down. Right. Has to be towed by the other two people that show up uh, who are a married couple, couple Joey and uh, his wife, Stella. So right? here's the other thing that cracks me up about these characters. Is right. I know they didn't say much when they were in high school, but how come now that they're older, they're all from Boston and then have lived in Boston for 45 years? <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, welcome to Britain. Yeah, and I know it's because they're British and they're doing English accents, so a lot of people have to do a thick one in order to do any American accent. Hey, but like, 
They literally show up. They're like, hey, remember me? I'm Toby. It's like, no, you didn't sound like that in high school. What the hey, fuck? Hey, were you from Doddsville? I was from Doddsville. It's like, <laughs> no, I sound like this. You did not go to Doddsville. You went to the high school from Greece. <laughs> you fucking with me? You fucking with me, right? You from Doddsville. <laughs> you from Doddsville. Hey, you, you and- can't walk out of a driving movie. <laughs> you and Dynacat. You're both from Doddsville. But what's the... There's <laughs> one American guy in this movie. Uh... W- I don't recall which one it was when I, I I trying to recall the trivia. Well, it's it's odd because there's one American guy and he's the one with the English accent and oh. he goes puppy cook. No, he doesn't. I dunk I dunked it. I dunked it. No, nope. I was thinking of what I was gonna do. With. Nope. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> puppy cook. That wasn't it. <laughs> you should have said puppy cock when he hung dong. <laughs> So, um, now every, Ugh. everybody gets there, uh, Carol's there and everyone meets up and then, uh, one guy shows up and literally almost wipes everybody out on a motorcycle. Yeah. I don't get this guy's motivation of wipe out on a motorcycle. Did he think that would make him look cool? I know. Right. Like, it, and he's like, that bike's gotta go. So that was Frank, right? And Frank the tank, right? I mean, he is kind of a meathead, right? They, they all are. Yeah. Well, no, not Skip. Skip is definitely a slimy douchebag. These two, would though, be, Frank and Joey, are definitely meatheads. You would be hard-pressed not to get Frank and the guy whose wife Frank fucks mixed up. like <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's got curly hair like they literally just stepped out of Welcome Back, Mr. Carter. Because they're all... English people. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mr. Carter. Mr. Carter. Um, I didn't know people from Boston had such bad teeth. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> moving on. Um, it's a wonderful day with Mary. <laughs> speaking of moving on, though, like the movie just does. It fades out and then fades back in. And now it's nighttime. And these fools have been standing out there waiting for more people from the school to show up. Right? Do you know what's my favorite part about this whole situation? What? They have been waiting for, let's say, six hours for people to sure. show up for this party. Sure. Right? And then they just go, I guess no one else is coming. And then they just go inside and party. Also, though, like, um, who's questioning, like, who organized the party, who got the invites, okay. and why Why we are partying in an abandoned school? You just brought up an important part for me. Mm-hmm. Because, what's the slimy guy's name? Skip. Skip says that they say, oh, Skip, you put this all together, didn't right, you? Right, And he takes credit for it. <laughs> yeah, but not, he does say, I thought you were going to say, because there is a part where he, he does say, like, hey, I wasn't the one to write the invitations, right? So, like, he, at first he says that, but then later on, once they get upstairs, and they're like, look, somebody even decorated. They're like, Skip, you went all out. He's like, yeah, I couldn't help it. You know, like, it's like what? Dude, you're the reason these people are going to die. Because you won't admit that this is freaky. Yeah. Yes. But also, I I guess that that's kind of explains it away. But like, y'all just waited six hours too. (laughs) Like six hours outside of the creepy abandoned school, right? Which also begs the question because we're about to run into another character that then immediately gets killed. 
uh, why the caretaker didn't find them for six hours. <laughs> <laughs> He's chilling, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just, uh, what can you do? Used to be the janitor, now the caretaker. <laughs> What's the, oh my god and he they ask him too they're like what's the difference between because he explains to them that he's now the caretaker he's like, what's the right. difference between being a caretaker and being a janitor and he's like well now i take care of the building it's like fuck you <laughs> when, and yeah and that's a line where they're like and and you used to janet <laughs> like, it was like all right good try buddy Good try, Skip. But don't worry. Don't even don't even worry about trying to understand what the motivation for this caretaker is or anything, because he literally um, turns out Jesus was a black man because he is crucified. Like <laughs> in, as in soon, the hallway. as soon as we and and we'll get back to something that important happened in that that decoration scene, uh, real quick. But like, yes, he turns around after being like. Uh, he runs into Skip and Frank and Skip's like, hey, you remember me? And he's like, boy, this place has been shut down for five years. He's like, it's abandoned. He's like, yeah, but you remember me? And he's like, yeah, you a troublemaker. All right, have a good time reminiscing about this old shitty place. Bye. Right? Yeah, you were the guys that killed that kid. And, uh, (laughs) yeah, right? Because he, the caretaker even says like, don't catch the place on fire. And I was like, was that an inside joke? Yeah, or was he just being like funny? Being like, don't don't let it happen again. Like whoever did that first one, don't get crabs. <laughs> um, and then turns around, gets grabbed by the throat by a man in a Letterman jacket and uh, a jester's outfit. Basically, Marty with a jester's outfit on. And the jester's outfit is. They wore it earlier. I do uh, like One person it. wore it earlier when they were assaulting him in the shower. That's Skip was wearing it. Yes, because it's the school's mascot. Right. The jesters. Um, but I'm just going to ask right here, right now. Do you think it's wise as a killer who has nine, no, still ten people to kill? Do you think it's wise to be walking around with bells on? <laughs> it is definitely not the stealthiest of um, murder guises. That's a ballsy I, I choice. <laughs> the only person that would be louder is like if Pinhead actually had to stalk his victims because like that leather would be like <laughs> and his chains on his nipples would be like flipping around while he's trying to get people. Uh, which one of you ladies like leather? They're like, oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Pinhead wish, shops at Hot Topic. I would kill for a sequel of a of a Hellraiser movie with a little bit of humor in it where they go to a leather bar and he's just welcomed by everyone there. <laughs> Him and C D head. Ah, uh, is this a cross? <laughs> I have such sights to show you. <laughs> Whip, please. And then he gapes his butthole. Damn. <laughs> Just straps it on. <laughs> they so, don't call this pinhead. <laughs> Thickhead. <laughs> this is girth head. <laughs> Stupid. Gay Hellraiser will be back after these messages. <laughs>
Um, <laughs> I'm gonna raise heck, honey. <laughs> oh, the leather community is really hating us right now. <laughs> We're gonna have a Hellraiser tent at the next Pride Parade, so make sure oh you stop by. God. Right, <laughs> uh, Hell, uh, uh, Mr. Leatherface himself will be there to have a, a full-on hands-on tutorial. So make sure you check that out. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. This has gone on too far. So so the decorations. Yes. Uh, the decorations that were in the previous scene were the fact that somebody took the time to take their lockers and put them inside of a classroom where like all these decorations and it says like, happy, uh, you know, high school reunion. But it's got their their photos which they never acknowledge this on the blackboard it's got their photos all hung on a clothesline like they just got developed by a serial killer yeah like they are actually currently being investigated by a gritty dead detective in a like in like seven yeah 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 and like the, the like just before they came in the whole room was red because it was developing yeah. the, the photos. <laughs> and also, Charlie Kelly was just there trying to figure out who Pepe Silvia is. Oh, yes. <laughs> Carol! Carol! <laughs> and I'll tell you something. There's nobody in fucking HR. It's a goddamn <laughs> ghost town. <laughs> um, but, yeah, yeah, no, it, 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 their photos are hung up. There's each and every one of their lockers, which I didn't know that all of their lockers were together. <laughs> yeah um, that was weird and so it's each one of their lockers and then it's also marty's locker which is like on its own and inside marty's locker um is a very special friend you know the hardest working actor in this film the the actor who gets the scare every single time diner rat <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right it's a fake out yeah it's me dino rat i work with dino cat i <laughs> uh, was the rat in marty's locker in slaughter high i was the rat who got shot with a crossbow and vampire hookers and i was the I think, what i think dino rat would be english though <laughs> Hello, I'm Dino Rat. <laughs> I'm the hardest working rat in the hog business. <laughs> I'm pissed they cut my scene from Mary Poppins. <laughs> yeah. I had a, a star and roll in that. I was inside the bass drum on top of Dick Van Dyke's back. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that bitch ratatouille. <laughs> they said... They said, we're going to go with something animated. And I said, that's <laughs> fucking bullshit. <laughs> so I went on to work as the backup scare next to Dinah Cat. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> In Friday the 13th. <laughs> uh, so... This is when... Yes, but guys, uh, the point of that was there was a rat in Marty's locker. <laughs> um, but nobody... Everybody's like, Marty's locker's here. That's weird. All right. Anyway, party. back to partying. Yeah. yeah. I don't... Okay. I just... I get it. It's 1986. The whole, like, things make sense are totally at the window at this point. Jason lives. It's 1986, you know? Yeah, like, um, But... Sometimes you kind of want just people to wake up and you want to shake them a little bit and be like, 
nobody's going to question this. Nobody's going to accept, like, go, huh, Marty's Locker too. Isn't that that kid we burned? Like, (laughs) never, never. And that's the thing is nobody is even in this group being like, yeah, does anybody want to talk about this? Like, that, (laughs) that kid that we, like, literally deformed, like, 10 years ago? No, because that movie will not come out for another ever 10, 13 years <laughs> with I Know What You Did Last Summer. That's true. So the thing I wanted to mention that, like, we, we, we told you we'd bring it up uh, is that when those kids were coming in to, you know, the party, they are kind of going in their separate ways, exploring the halls. And this is where we get that actual Friday the 13th stinger. Oh my god, yeah. With a hockey mask, and this hockey mask looks like the one that's on the front of the Friday Five tape, and also like, you know, Clark Griswold wears in uh, yes. Christmas Vacation, yeah. right? But he goes, what's the matter? Thought I was Jason. And you're like, mm. what is this movie doing? <laughs> and then when he says, what do, what do you think I was Jason? It goes, <laughs> yes, right? And and Harry Manf- Manfredini at this point must have just been like, fuck it, it's my song. <laughs> yeah, that's why I called him a hack earlier, because all the music in this movie is just basically Friday the 13th. You're not wrong. A lot of strings. A lot of strings. Right? Um, yeah. So now the the everybody has started like exploring on their own, right? Yep. And now that's that's where they ran into the caretaker, right? And and that's where uh like we said, uh the jester made his first kill, right? Now uh Skip goes back up to the party, the party continues, right? This is where they do uh the April Fools trick where they're like, "Hey Skip, I bet you that you can't take a quarter and balance it on your forehead and then make it fall into a funnel that like is like in your in your pants right now right yeah and 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 my question for this is how are you a high school bully and you don't know (laughs) the oldest trick in the book uh hey skip what's up dog <laughs> yeah. Nothing hey, but Skip. what's up, dog, with you. <laughs> God, it's like, it's, man, you guys both ruined it. it. Smells like up dog in here. <laughs> I've never smelt that before. It's like, oh fuck you, Skip. Damn it. Damn it, Michael Scott. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, so so he's like, okay, you know what? I'll take that bet, right? And he does it the first time, of course. And then as he puts the quarter on his head the second time, they pour beer down his pants, right? Hey, pee-pees. Yep. Ha, ha, ha. God, it must be great to be 28 again. Ah, uh, he pee-peed. <laughs> ah, to be a adult, you should be at this point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right, because that would be... Actually, I'll take that back. I was like, that'd be like you doing it to me at this point. And then I was like, I would do you it. would do it. <laughs> yep. I would do it. Right? And you and, and I would get you too. And you, and that's the sad that's part. That's the thing I was going to say is like, you know what? Because like as I watched this movie, I was like, haha, that's funny. Right? Like I didn't think <laughs> about it either. <laughs> I was like, "Ah, oh, that's a cool bet." Um, so you would have got me. But um yep. 
Yeah, Skip gets his pants wet, and then um, they're like, you know what, Ted? We bet you you can't chug a beer, right? And this kill... Hold on. No, 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 no. Stop. Before you get to this kill... Okay. This man shotguns this beard in the weirdest way I have ever seen anyone shotgun a beer. <laughs> have you ever seen anyone shotgun a beer from the underside of the beer? Like the bottom? Yeah. Yeah. You have? Yeah, where they like poke the bottom and then like uh they they turn it upside down, right? And they'll they'll suck it out and then they'll they aerate it by clicking the top. I have never seen any, I've only ever seen people do it from the side of the beer. I've seen, you know, I've seen side a lot, but I, I've seen bottom too. It's way harder because that's a reinforced part. Yeah, that's why it was like, what the fuck? But I have seen it, uh, but no, it's not encouraged. It's stupid. Um, This, <laughs> as you were going to get into with this kill, this kill was the moment where... I cemented in my mind the rating for this film. Okay, okay. And then the next kill that happens further cemented <laughs> that I was not going to waver on what I was going to give this movie at the end of this review. Okay, okay. Um, interesting. Okay, I'll, we'll keep that in mind. So, yeah, this first kill is like, you know when you watch those pimple popping movie uh, things on uh, Facebook? No, because I don't. Yeah, <laughs> <But> <laughs> yeah. I try. I know what you're talking. I try about. not to either. It's really fucking gross. But uh, every once in a while, you get caught by one, and and then you're just like, ah, I can't stop now. <laughs> like every time, I'm. I I don't want to. But if if I get no, caught, no, we're by talking it. about we're talking about pimple popping, not jacking off. Oh. Uh, <laughs> That that is a problem for me too, <laughs> especially during the Rona. Let me tell you, <laughs> <laughs> this kill comes hard, comes fast, and is downright <laughs> shocking. Okay, after after two previous April Fools' movies that we've done on this show at this point, when we're talking about a movie that you know is also related to April Fools', you kind of become jaded by this you know like the, the the fake out deaths yeah and stuff like that right and the fact that like all these jokes had been like circling around the room at this point like they got him with the funnel and then you know they they, they continued these jokes um i was expecting this to be like haha april fools as well does that make sense yeah, I really truly did. I thought to myself like he ta he takes and chugs this beer and then immediately is like, "Oh shit. Ah, I'm going to fucking shit." <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? And I thought he was pranking them too cuz this is what happens to Marty when he smokes the weed. He does the same thing. He's like, "Oh my fucking stomach." Right? And um and then his stomach proceeds to like pop out like the pus in a pimple like it just his intestines start which i didn't know that any chemical could like force your intestines to come out of your belly button dog and it comes out and the reason why it's so shocking and so disgusting is because it explodes and not only throws blood all over the room but 
it was like it was packed in there. Like your guts are sitting in your stomach so tight that if you literally just like pricked yourself on a pin, you would explode. Because <laughs> these guts literally find their way out like it was like a hole in a spaceship's hull. And you were sucked out in the vacuum of space. Yeah. The way that these things are like shoved out of this tiny slit in his stomach. Oh, yeah, yeah. His guts like literally push through this hole like the alien at the end of Alien Resurrection. Yes, it's just, like, <laughs> just with so much force and like uh, uh, like like it is. Oh, speaking of the alien, how about the alien out of the chest in the first movie? That's how yes, much blood like is that. on people's faces, right? Um, and so they're like, "Oh my god, uh, he's dead! Let's get the hell out of here!" Like, and this is the one where I'm like, "Wow, Marty," because. Um, all your kills seem to be related to something in some way, right? This is the one where it was just like, whoever winds up getting that can, I guess. Yeah. But I'm also like, like, hey, bro, why did you just poison all of them? Yeah, why did you take, what if they didn't drink any beers at all? Yeah, or... Would this guy gotten a, would have gotten away? <laughs> no, I mean, he would have, he'd be like, damn it, now I gotta, um, uh, how about a, how about a dick kill? <laughs> oh, that would have been sick. <laughs> like a uh, scary movie too. Yes. <laughs> With the clown. Yeah. Oh god. Right. Uh, I'm going to make him look at my asshole. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, how's, how's that feel, Ted? Yeah, look at my black hole. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "You know what, honestly, Marty, I've been waiting for this for years." <laughs> He's like, "No, no." <laughs> <laughs> Marty, I'm really sorry about what we did to you. <laughs> but looking back into your black hole like it's 10 years back, I'm really sorry what we did to you. <laughs> but I'm going to be honest with you, Marty. I've never felt so passionately about a man before in my life. <laughs> Marty's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm a killer. I'm a killer. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what the impression you got, but uh, I'm, I'm a killer. I'm a jester. <laughs> <laughs> so... The cool, the thing I do like about this movie is that, for the most part, there is some downtime in it, but once the kills start going, they don't stop going. No, they don't. And and, and so, if those of you who are like, uh, you haven't got, you've gotten into one kill, and you're like an hour 15 in, here we go, guys. Like, let's start up that tractor. <laughs> this, okay, so, let me just say it, the ranking as they happen. Ted's death? That's his name, right? Ted? Ted. Yeah, the guy who just got poisoned and his guts exploded everywhere. Yep. Second favorite. Okay. That's your second favorite? This next kill is my absolute favorite kill of the movie. Are you serious? Okay, okay, okay. So, okay, what happens now is that um, Cheryl, right, who is the the Asian uh, woman, she got the most blood on her. So she runs to the women's locker room, I guess, or where they have bathtubs. Where they have bathtubs, right? And I'm sorry if you just witnessed your friend explode, right? Would you fully dress nude and immediately take a bath? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd wash my face off and get the fuck out, right? No, yeah, she's just like bath time. She. Dress, she strips down naked, ladies and gentlemen. Fully nude. And Well, not really fully nude because you can actually see that she's 
wearing a pair of underwear that has pubes sewed on the crotch. But speaking of, um, I watched the I watched this on VHS, right? And I don't know if you did you see right before Marty Hung Dong, he was definitely wearing pants in the shot before. Like, yeah, which is weird because I don't know why they were having him wear pants and then just show his dick anyway. Well, they just they, they I, I I don't think they cut him off. I think their 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 shot was too wide. They had intended it to you know be right below the waist, and they still got his his pants in the shot. Uh, I just thought that was funny. Um, so yeah, yeah, she she's fully nude in this bathtub, washing off the blood. Right as that's happening. Um, I guess Marty has taken the time to electrify fence all the windows. Yeah, that's that's my favorite part. Cause it's like, Marty, dude, you're honestly the killing business is not for you. You're pretty skilled. <laughs> yeah, right. You know about acid and chemicals, and you know how to wire up an entire like electric fence system, like. You I, should be a Nazi. You, you, I, I was going to say, you should work for John Hammond. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he makes all the windows electrified so they can't get out that way. They're locked down, right? And now, at this point, we have one person who does find a way out. Right, and I just I don't know this guy's name. Oh yeah, I don't I don't know who this guy is either. <laughs> I don't know his name, but he gets out, right? And th- th- he gets to I think Carol's car. Yep. And he proceeds to try to start the car, and it won't start up. And she's like, "It's never." She had told him specifically, "It's never given her a problem in her life," right? Uh, so like, oh, of course it's, it should be suspicious, but he's like, it's not starting. And this is where the jester, I guess, takes a sword from the back seat and stabs like a, like a katana, right? (laughs) And stabs him through like the seat into the heart. Right. But they can't see that. And then the jester proceeds. And this is what's weird. I, when I'm thinking of like if if I'm Jester, right? Why didn't you take that car and make it seem like? Because this is this is what happens, folks. The Jester gets in the driver's seat, and unknowing to all everybody watching, locked in the school, they think he's driving away to go get help. Why didn't he keep going and make them think help is on the way, right? Instead. Dude, Marty is just like Marty is balls to the wall. Marty like proceeds to drive the the car and then I don't know through magic, I guess. Like this guy who was supposed to be driving is just impaled on a fence. Yeah. Marty Marty's cool as fuck. I mean, <laughs> he's he's got it unlocked. Marty is just like, "You know what? You're all going to fucking die and I'm going to show it. I'm going to display it." Right? Because that but did you think that was weird? Like something got cut or something? Because like he's just up on the fence, right? They, it is kind of it is kind of an odd. It's abrupt. Something got yeah. was missing there, right? So yeah, I think I kind of just wrote it off in my mind. Honestly, is like uh, 80s schlock, right? So 
Of course, that's not the kill you're talking about. There was one. No. There was one in between. Um, so now we cut back, and Cheryl is still bathing. And the best God, this you want to take uh, it like this? Okay, so Cheryl's taking a bath. This is when we get to see our first pair of boobs in the movie. Yes. Cheryl takes a bath, and like rust water is what it looks like <laughs> starts coming out of the faucet uh, and it's actually acid it's um what it is it's just uh the the boysenberry punch from knots is yeah, what's coming yeah. out of that that thing it 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 has that kind of consistency it's definitely yeah. water and are you would think and this is where it gets confusing i want you to take a look at that water right Compared to yeah. the the scene later on, right where more water, red water, is coming out of a toilet, uh, because they look the same. And continue, please. Yes. So it's acid coming out of the tub. <laughs> she proceeds to start getting melted. How did he pull this off? It's cool as fuck. That's how. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah w- water's running out of this tub and then it the red is to signify that it's a different type of liquid which is the acid right yeah but it starts coming out and immediately that fool is like looking like from like a frosted window like his shadow he like ran over to pull this trick off so he could watch or like yeah he's but he's not even watching he's just like i want you to know that the shadow watches you yeah, and then this is why this is my favorite kill because she cooks up, screams as everyone is running through her. There is this great, very fast stop motion of a skull, de- like skin melting off of a skull. It's into it till it's a skeleton. Oh, it, it's it's straight fucking up great. It's straight up Ark of the Covenant, guys. Yes, like um, yeah, it's it's disintegrating skull like Poltergeist in the mirror. Uh, but if it was done uh, with like tenth of the budget, <laughs> uh, it is which a, makes it so endearing. I, I love it. I love it so much because like you could definitely tell that that it's the old melt em, melt them with a heat gun, you yep. know, uh, where the skin peels off, uh, melts away, and then down to the bone. Um, and it's it is a it is a really cool effect. Um. And then the rest of her goes away until she's just a skeleton sitting in like a little pool of acid. Yeah, it looks like our our skeleton that we have. Yes. From yes. from Halloween Club. <laughs> um so yeah, everybody comes in and they're like, Oh my god, like and at this point you have to just kind of speculate, being like, I I guess that was Cheryl. Like, <laughs> oh right? my god. There was a skeleton in this bathtub. <laughs> Did anybody notice the skeleton in the bathroom before we came in? Should we be counting heads? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of worried. Right? Uh, everybody sound off, you know, right? Uh, yeah. Or are they just like, that's Cheryl's clothes. Yep, that's Cheryl. Yeah, because it does dissolve everything except for clothes, apparently. Yeah. Well, no, she didn't have any clothes on. Oh, that's right. But the, the skeleton is like has clothes on it. Oh, or is that supposed to be like chunks of meat? That's meat. No, I'm saying that they probably saw Cheryl's clothes next to the tub. Oh. And was like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, I guess Cheryl's gone. 
<laughs> well, we didn't really care about her anyway. Okay, so this is the part in the movie where a random person just shows up. Oh, that's right. She does show up. Okay. And this is where I wrote Susan. Who the fuck is Susan? I was like, did we just, <laughs> did we literally just add somebody to the movie? And who it is, is who you mentioned earlier. The person who was like, I just got married. Yeah. Okay. I genuinely didn't think she showed back up. I don't know. I was, I must not have been paying attention. Nope. I did not know who it was either. You know who helped me figure out who it was today? Who? Carly. Oh, because she said? Yeah, yeah. I was trying, I because I had mentioned to her, uh, because I did not realize you guys were watching this together, right? I was like, yo, it's really crazy. And then, like, a random girl just shows up that, like, wasn't part of the, like, cast before. And I don't know who she is. And she was like, Oh, no, that girl that, like, asked him to get married? And I was like, damn it, you're right. Yep, <laughs> she's on top of Way it. Way to go, Carly. She did a good <laughs> job. Um, So, yeah, but I did not know who this person was. I was like, who the hell is Carol? Because Skip is yelling from the windows, being like, Carol, no, don't come in here, stay away! And I'm like, who the fuck is Carol? Carol, Carol, <laughs> there was no Carol. And you know what's funny about that? You're never going to see Carol after this scene again either. You don't know what nope. happens to Carol. She's just gone from the film. So this is, okay, if somebody had to like be like, okay, John, like what are your like top five things to take away from this movie, right? I'm going to tell you that the acid burn was one of them, right? Uh, I'm also going to tell you that this scene is another, right? Because Carol walks into the school, right? It's a, it's a dark hallway and she's going down the hallway and then Carol is confronted <laughs> with a giant life-size print of Marty post-accident. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Where the it looks like one of those things that like the people in your neighborhood who don't like to put effort into Halloween would put on their front door those like plastic things that you just tape to the door. <laughs> My reference is that it looks like what Universal Horror Nights now does, like with their jump scares, like where it's a screen that you pop out of. Oh my god! <laughs> where everything's just a silk screen. Uh, and, just a boo because that's what he does in this moment it is like we said guys it's a large like life-size like imagine if it was a cardboard cutout of marty but it's not it's a print like like that a large format printer would have had to print out right just as the door like in the middle of the hallway like like completely so like it looks like a wall that it's plastered on and then as Carol gets close to it, uh, he proceeds to uh, jump out. He just pops right out. It's just, it's just like, a, like a haunted house. <laughs> it it's, 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 it's literally was a piece of paper stretched from like each end of the hallway, and he pops out of it. But another question, one, how did he get the large format printer? 
in 1986. He, he, stopped, he, he stopped at Kinko's before he showed up. <laughs> and then two, who took the full body shot of Marty with this duh look in it? I do like that. That is my favorite part of it. It's like, where did he get this photo? He He's just got this look like, duh. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I mean, that, that is how he looked. <laughs> that is true. Um, but yeah, I don't know who, who before this was just like, Hey Marty smile. And he's like, and they were like, they're like, that one's going in the yearbook. And like somebody actually got that photo for him. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then he had to call that woman up. He's like, Hey, it's me, Marty. (laughs) I'm going to kill those assholes. Yeah. Do you happen to have that? Like, large format shot that you <laughs> that you shot on 35 millimeter in 1976 <laughs> she's like oh my god marty i thought you were never gonna call me again i do <laughs> i actually have three or four prints of it <laughs> marty i thought you would never call again i i love you <laughs> marty i these prints i was gonna hang them at the reunion like at Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> Those black and white like shots of them. <laughs> oh. Uh so yeah. At the, he pops out and he grabs her and we never see Carol or what happened to Carol after that. No idea. Nope. Right? So um now they have d- stumbled upon a tractor. Right, like, it, yeah. but it's not a tractor; it's a lawnmower. They keep calling it a tractor, um, and they're like, "Hey, if we fix this tractor, maybe it'll have enough power in order to ram through the the, the garage gates, um, open them up, and then probably run for about twelve miles at, at least to try to get help." And they're like, "You know, that's a, that's a better idea than anybody else has had, right?" So, Joey decides to get to work joey is the husband of of um uh what's her face i'm sorry trashy yeah trashy blonde yeah right so (laughs) ethel we'll call her (laughs) that sounds yeah that sounds good um so her name's stella um and so joe works on this tractor while joe's working on the tractor stella has decided to get chummy with Frank. I wouldn't say chummy. <laughs> I would say cummy. <laughs> Hoary. <laughs> <laughs> because, okay, what happens here is immediately we're revealed by her dialogue as she's like, come on, Frank, let's do this. And and Frank's like, yo, what about Joey? What about what about um the kids? And she's like, it's your kid, Frank. And he's like, the fuck? Like, why didn't you ever tell me? She's like, I wanted to tell you. And it's all like, this is... Also, Frank, this might be bullshit because she just wants some dick right now. But she also (laughs) literally lays out the time of day at which they had had sex and she had gotten pregnant. Right? And he's like, that all adds up. (laughs) <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> it was at 2.30. Cause that's, she says, about 2.30? And he's like, that is usually when I get my fuck on. <laughs> um, I do have a photographic coming. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, uh, a uh, cinematic, uh, a cinematic climax, if you will. Like I can, I can just think about every single moment leading up to it, and I do remember coming directly inside of you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she she's like, so if that's the case, let's do this, and he's like, all right, fuck Joey, which is weird that you're gonna do this. In the middle of murder. Like, hey, nothing gets you hotter. Full three people at least that those two know of are dead. Yeah. <laughs> what? Nothing gets a woman hotter. <laughs> that than murder? Yeah. Okay, I mean that is fair. I Yeah, see. Uh, That's get... why you don't understand women. That that is true. Uh, what are you talking yeah. about? I've been with lots of women. Okay, Marty. <laughs> I hang dong all the time. <laughs> oh no. That was me speaking, not Marty. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, Stella cheats on Joe with Frank, right? In in the middle of all this murder. And then um while that's happening, Joe is still working on the tractor and he thinks Frank's in the room. <laughs> <laughs> I I do love how kind of nonchalant to an extent he is about the fact that he's literally being murdered. <laughs> You're so right. Like, because he's just... Okay, what happens is that uh, Joe Joe is like, hey, Frank, can you hand me, like, a crescent wrench? And so, yes, uh, uh, Jester grabs a crescent wrench and hands it to him and then proceeds to take the jack away. So Joe is left holding the tractor up like a bench press. <laughs> Feel like, hey, 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 wait, hey, hey, this ain't fucking funny. Hey, hey. <laughs> and I thought for a moment that he was going to be, his arms were going to like bust out and like <laughs> shatter. I thought to myself, that is fucking gnarly. His arms are going to just, like, the bones are going to shoot out of him. Because you like, didn't register that it was a lawnmower yet, did you? Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't either. And that's why, that's that, as this, ha it, like, kind of progresses, you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> this, is, this is one of those five moments that I told you I could count. I love this kill. This is my second favorite kill. This kill is, I don't know, it's... Definitely the least, well, it's not the least creative. There's a lot less that are create, or there's more that are less creative, but it just feels so like, well, yeah, as soon as you see, for me, as soon as you see the blades turn on. Okay. Yeah. I was just kind of like, yeah, I know where this is going. Yeah. Okay. So here's the part of the kill that I do not like is that he speeds it along with like, Okay, Joe is is now the he uh, the jester has started the engine and the blades are spinning, which are directly underneath Joe. Which I don't understand how Joe got in this position under the tractor in the first place. <laughs> like it, it yeah, it, uh, you would go at a at a ninety degree angle at best. Like I don't know how you're directly under it, but okay, sure. Um, and then Joe is holding this tractor that is now on, right? And Jester proceeds to take a knife and, like, make 
slashes in his arms in order for Joe to just drop it and be done with it. I think the better kill is to just let the weight of it eventually expire on, you know, Joe just, he, he has to give up. I, I, I feel like that's a better horror moment. Yeah, I guess it's just because, like, you know, he's got other people to kill, other places to be. Right. He can't be sitting here waiting. I think, know? I think, literally, he just passed and walked away in front of the camera if he's and while he's like, hey, 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 right? You know, like, to me, that's way scary because, like, you know, the job's done. You know, that guy's not getting out of that. Yeah. You know, to me, that's scarier. But their choice was that he slices his, his arms, which, like, expedites the uh, kill, and Joe drops the lawnmower on himself and and then chops away and i i really enjoyed the kill i really did uh it you know lawnmower kills are few and far between and when once you've seen one you've seen all of them so like i do like the idea of the bench press except for one i will say there is one lawnmower kill out there that is very creative and this movie doesn't do much else well but this one in the final destination, the fourth film, when that woman gets killed by a lawnmower, but it's because her kids throw a rock and the lawnmower picks up the rock and chucks it through her eye. I thought that was part two. Uh-uh. That's uh that's part that's the final destination. Uh, I think that Yes. Okay. Um yeah, no, I that that is a good one. That is a that is a really good one, actually. I also have always just loved the happenings. Where he just lays in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, that guy just yeah. like, fuck it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, like, it just mulches him up. So now we cut back. Uh, Joey is dead. And we cut over to Stella, uh, who is taunting Frankie because he doesn't want to go again. Which, I mean, d- you went the first time, buddy. Like, uh, like that. she should be appreciative. like like you made him perform in the middle of murder and he still did and then she's like uh in a weird taunt she's just like hey you know you you might as well get this while you can you might turn gay after this and it's just like (laughs) what and he's like i'm fucking gay i'll fuck you again i don't care if there's a murderer Right, because that's why I—that's why I say all Marty had to do was be like, "You guys are gay," and they would have been like, "Oh no!" Yeah, right. I'll, I'll, like Im- yeah. like Imhotep at the end of the Mummy ride. Oh, yeah. oh man. So yeah, to me, this is the best kill of the movie. Okay, but you by going to the kill portion of this, you are missing out on this does have one of my favorite moments in it. Go this for scene it. specifically, which is when they go for round two because he's like, fuck it, I'll go for round two. He starts having sex with what's her name again? Her name is Stella. I keep wanting to call her Tammy. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, that's fair. That's very fair. So he's having sex with Stella and she's like, yeah, talk dirty. And he's like, oh, uh fuck <laughs> <laughs> that it that, that, that yeah that's pretty accurate that's all i got that's like, to <laughs> that's all these guys like oh fuck uh shit <laughs> don't even worry about it frank dirty talk is is no man's business let me tell you <laughs> but so yeah he um they they fuck yep he's they're going hard they're going hard right 
he reaches over to grab the uh, headboard. Well, she and... she grabs the headboard. Oh, she grabs the headboard. Okay, so okay, th- here's another thing, guys, is that like uh somehow a bed also was placed in this schoolroom. Right? Which is once again another extremely confusing thing about being like, is this a mental hospital or is this a school? Uh because it looks like an old, like nineteen forties tuberculosis metal like mental institute or kind of bed. You know? Yeah, yeah, it does. And they're just humping away, which is also funny because you realize that this is the room that the party was going on. Now there's just no lights, right? So, like, they're humping in the main congregational room. Like, they give no it's, fucks. It's much like the, um, the, the fuck party that's happening in the furniture store and chopping mall. That is true, man. Like, all you gotta do is put up a curtain. And people know their boundaries. They know that, like, if you gotta fuck... In a in a furniture store, you you know what's up. You put up the curtain, man. You just if the party rooms are rocking, don't come a knocking. Am right? I right, fellas? Like, yeah, I mean, at least like if you're not if you're not gonna fuck and you're just gonna watch Corman movies all night, then at least put up a curtain, man. Jeez, yeah, exactly. That poor etiquette for to not be fucking those two. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you for our chopping mall tangent for no apparent reason um yeah they're they're humping away and she grabs this metal bed and then marty's like oh finally my moment you know and yeah he's like i've been waiting all night for this bullshit what if he he wasn't humping her like good enough in order to like her to grab the bed Uh, (laughs) what if he was a a horrible fuck that this whole plan would have been shit a dead fuck right oh nice um and she grabs the bed because he's plowing away at her. And then Marty pulls the f- fuse box switch, right? And um, that's hooked up to a, a cables. And it's just like when they shocked him back in the women's locker room 10 years ago. He's electrocuting the both of them. Like, yes, this is a double climax kill. And... I love it because like she's screaming at the top of her lungs and he's got this face like he has busted the biggest load of his life. Just like, (laughs) like it is insane how much of it like he's got, he's got a cum face. He's got an O face. Like I think the, this kill for me, my favorite moment of this kill comes in the payoff of it, which is, Everyone can hear them fucking upstairs. And everybody has is aware of it. But they think they're just doing it. Yeah. Like, there's literally, they're like, wow. And they're literally dying. And they're just like, damn, they're really going at but it. But also, like, how are you not, like, hey, guys, like, I, I okay, you're in this situation, Tyler, right? Mm-hmm. I, and, and I, I. I think I know you well enough to think I know what you're going to say, but okay, we're already in this situation. I don't know how, forget how we stupidly somehow got into it, but now we're in it, right? And then upstairs, you heard me just plowing away at somebody, right? We've already witnessed three deaths together, right? What would you do? Oh, I would know you weren't plowing someone. Oh. <laughs> god why is he always fucking lying (laughs) jonathan stop jacking off so loud jonathan we're the only two people here 
<laughs> wow, you feel so good. Oh, oh. It's it's literally just Tyler Durden. <laughs> um so yeah. I'd be like, Jonathan, watch out. That fleshlight is electrocuted. <laughs> Alright, but like I, I would like to think oh, if you heard two people fucking, I know that you'd be like you'd go upstairs and be like, What the fuck are you doing? Yes, I would. <laughs> like I you'd be like, This is crazy. Uh, I'd be like, there's other people here. It, yeah, right? And the fact that, like, nobody would split up after the first death, right? Like, you don't split up to go fuck. No, this is one of the stupidest moments. Yeah. So, yeah, they, they, he double shocks them, they die, right? And then they go and check on them, and they see their crisp burnt bodies. And it's important to point that out, too. Um... So now, this is where Skip has the line, Marty won't hurt us after noon on the 1st. I'm sure of it. Yes. And this is where my mind went, what? Yeah. (laughs) What? He lives by some weird rules? I was like, he's not a ghost. He's not Jason. Like, Jason doesn't just kill on Friday the 13th. <laughs> yeah. You know, this is. I was very confused about this until I read the thing about how, like we explained up top, that this is an English tradition. Like that's how it works. At the stroke, at the stroke of noon, the fool's power will be gone, and he cannot kill no more. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> like I thought we were about to get into some like ancient prophecy. Like <laughs> I was so confused, and um, I. I just did not know that we had established uh, uh, the April Fool's rules like that. Yeah, it was so weird, man. I I was genuinely baffled at first. Right? So Marty's like, so all we got to do is, he goes, all we got to do is stay awake until then. And I was like, it's not Freddy Krueger. Like, you guys can sleep. (laughs) Like, at least one of you. You have to stay alive, man. (laughs) That's the concern. But also, that's the weird part, because he's like, Marty won't hurt us after noon. And you're like, why not? You'll still be locked in there with him until he gets you all. He know, he, you know wh- who's doing this already. So do you think he's going to let you live? You think Marty's just like, ah, oh, shit. I didn't get you after afternoon. So, uh, you know, good game. You know, happy purge. <laughs> well, because as we, as we see later in the film... It, well, not even that much later, like literally a few minutes from now, he doesn't care about that rule. No, he really doesn't. Because um, uh, at this point, the girls go to sleep. They're all, the three of them, Marty and Nancy and Carol. They're the only ones left at this point. And they go to sleep. And, and I guess Skip had planned to stay awake, but he, but he fell asleep. Then he wakes back up and time has passed and he gets grabbed by by um you know the jester and then more time has passed and the girls wake up and then they're like oh we gotta find marty and this is where um uh nancy wants to split up and they're like no you don't split up at this point like somebody actually came to their senses and carol was like no we're not splitting up right but she says if we can wait one more hour Marty has stuck to the rules so far. And I said, what rules? 
Yeah, I was like, what rules? There is there rules where it's like, yeah, it's okay to kill people on on uh, April Fool's Day as long as it's in jest. Yeah, what is this like on April Fool's? Is this Purge Day? Is this what happens? Like, did I not know? Because yeah, what are the rules of April Fool's murder? Like, and apparently Carol and Nancy know. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so you can't feed um, Marty after midnight. No, uh, what's his butt? Um, a skip, a dou- main douchebag. Skip, skip is hanged. Yep, very unceremoniously too. And that's what I was saying about the lynching thing. There is uh, like, you know, he's in the lunch. That's room. your lynching. Okay, but he survives it. He actually falls. He does. The rope breaks. The rope breaks. Um, Marty had already left the room uh, because like I said, the, the, the scene kicks in and there's like what? A count of like three seconds before the chair is kicked and there's Skip dangling and Marty walks away. And you're like, oh, no lead up to that. Alright. Yeah, and this is this is where it shows you. It's like, you idiots really thought he was going to play by the rules because... Um, the the girl who like just sh- well no our our innocent girl, um what's her name? Again? Her name is uh Nancy. Nancy. She runs outside or she goes. It's noon, like like we're safe. We need to get out. Well, <laughs> so they go for their they run out. She runs out. Well, sh- and the jester follows her, and she has the dumbest line in this movie. Oh, is she- this the line where um? They, they they find the yearbook pictures. Oh, I forgot about that. Part. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Because uh, they they stumble upon the fact that no bodies are where they were just a couple hours prior. Right. So yeah. Joey's body is not under the tractor. Um, the two having sex are not still electrocuted in the bed. There's somehow no body in the tub. Like with acid, <laughs> like somehow he cleaned that up. Like he got he he got Walter White in there to help him out on that one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, somehow all these bodies are cleaned up, and Nancy's freaking out. Uh, I mean, with with you know that's very valid at this point. I would be too, right? Being like, what the fuck? Like we're still here, and I remember everything, but everything's spick and span. You know? Yeah. Um. And so they stumble upon Marty's yearbook. And this is where the yearbook has basically like red X's on each one of their pictures. Right. And she notices that Carol's picture and her picture aren't red X'd yet. And somehow she just goes, oh, my God, I'm next. I'm next. I got to get out of here and just darts out the door. And then I was like, yeah, no shit. You're next. Like, like you had a fifty percent chance at this point. Yeah, like there's only two of you left. Of course you're next. <laughs> but also, like I don't, I'm not quite sure how she thought she was next, other than you know, like like what she saw to be like, oh, it's me. Unless she was just freaking out, you know. I think it was that. And uh, yeah, so then yeah, she runs out the door, and now she's outside, and yep, go for it. Like you were talking about it. This is great, man. I love it because <laughs> it's so stupid. Yeah, she says she's outside and she sees the jester and she says, you can't get me. It's after 12. <laughs> and then he's like, 
oh shit and like becomes a pumpkin again and the movie ends it's 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 actually a very very brave ending let me tell you (laughs) i mean what did she expect what did she expect yeah so yeah, and then she she proceeds to fall in a, in an open dookie tank. <laughs> um, it's the same septic septic tank is. where Carol God Baskin's husband is. <laughs> yes, I was gonna say, and Don was already down there. <laughs> yes, he's like, this is where that bitch Carol Baskin's buried her husband. <laughs> oh man, yeah, yeah, I knew it was coming. Like because like I thought of it too. Like as soon as I saw, I was like, she's in a shit septic tank right now. Right. But what's interesting about her, right, specifically in this scene is like, there's no reason for her to be dead. Yeah. Like, okay. So, <laughs> guys, what happens is she starts like trying to climb up a slippery, like, little pipe and she gets to the top, uh, feeling very triumphantly. And Marty just comes up, um, still in full jester uniform and takes his, uh, chucks that he's wearing. And just kicks her head back down and she falls back down into the shit pile and he walks away. Um, if you're asking the same question we are, that question probably is, can't she just climb back up and just get out again? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Except when she fell in, she actually, uh, she inhaled a bunch of dookie and she, she drowned. Damn. She, yeah, what a way to go. It is a, it's a horrible way to go. Uh, ask, uh, never mind. <laughs> ask, ask Carol Baskin's husband. Yeah, yeah thank you. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to tell another true story on the show today. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, but so uh, at this point, yeah, she could have just gotten right back out, but she didn't. Uh, so now Carol could have. Also had the opportunity to escape at this point, but she didn't. Uh, I guess because she still thinks Skip's alive and is looking for him? Yeah, I, I don't... I mean, as we're going to find out in a second. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that bitch Carol's a fucking dumbass. I... Oh, God. <laughs> uh, she proceeds to go and hide in the bathroom that... Uh, I guess is the women's locker room or just, no, it's a different bathroom because she goes into multiple bathrooms and you can tell they're just the same bathroom, just different. Angles. Yeah. It's just different shots. Right. This is where I was going to ask you, um, blood or more acid coming out of this toilet. It's supposed to be blood, but it looks like the acid from earlier. Uh, I would kind of want it to be acid again. You know? Yeah, you would. Just, but I'm pretty. Like I said, I'm. I'm pretty sure it's. It's just sure again. It's. It's just supposed to be like blood. Yeah, just something that'd be trippy, I guess. Because the the first time that it happened, it was acid. I thought it was blood too. So like you know, it's just something to be confusing at this point. You know? Yeah. And then um, this is where she's running through the halls, and Marty has made another life-size hall to hall prints. <laughs> Dude, Kinko's is getting their money's worth right now. <laughs> oh, man. Marty's actually the only person keeping them afloat. <laughs> yeah, right. No, Marty actually started Kinko's. <laughs> oh, you're right. Yeah, he got them going. Like, I, they, they were a small little thing, and he, he got them going. That's for sure. That's good. You know what, Marty? Good for you. Right? 
he's gonna he, i'm gonna need about 10 life-size pictures of me yeah when he was like when they were like yeah he uh no he's fine now he he went on to go work for ibm it's actually not true he went to go create kinko yeah. <laughs> um so yeah he he pops through another one of these and keeps chasing her and that was very pointless for it to happen a second time in this movie or the first time honestly it was dumb both times but i love it um and then she escapes him and kind of runs around a corner and gets away and then proceeds to grab a no hold on yes yeah i didn't want you to jump ahead on it because it is pretty great yeah no it's amazing. Um, I'm giving this the best kill in the movie. That's what I was going to say, too. I have never laughed so hard at this. Like, like at, at, at something we've done in a while. I've never laughed out loud. <laughs> like, I'm going to say, you know, I really love the bathtub kill. That's definitely my favorite kill. But this is definitely, like, my favorite kill. You know what I mean? You know what? You're like, right. I'm sorry. I said the electric kill, so I'm gonna have to downgrade each one, because this is it. You're right. So, she grabs an axe, a little hatchet, and the jester walks up the stairs. He doesn't go through the doorway that she's standing against. Right. Turns the corner. But then, he comes through the doorway again. <laughs> but, it's not the jester. <laughs> It's Skip, Skip, and Carol buries her axe Straight up. in his face. If you know the axe in the face from the lady in Friday Part 1, you know, or the machete to the face and to the wheelchair guy in Part 2, it's that kind of effect. It's really just, it's aw- it's great looking, and it's brutally out of nowhere. And it's hilarious. It's, so funny. <laughs> it's so just so funny. just like, oh my god. <laughs> Especially because it's Skip, and you're just like, ha, 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 you dumb fucker. Yes. Like, you wanted it to happen, right? Because like we said in the beginning of this, the only person you're rooting for is Marty. Yeah. And what's, you know, she, after killing Skip, she runs away, and that's when... Well, that's, that's um, where he... Uh, he tackles her and she she throws him through a window. Yeah, which is funny too because he just like lands on his back and is like, yeah, whatever. Right. Um. He and this is where uh you see that the clock has struck noon. Is when he lands here, right? And he can see the clock. He's still got the jester mask on. He's got this giant javelin spear. <laughs> that he's walking around with now and he's just standing there and so guess what guys marty don't play by no april fool's rules yeah i don't know why they <laughs> thought he would like abide by those it's like a universe law what? like you can't do it uh no man you swore you swore like all the other kids that you know you will not you will not kill afternoon it's like on april fool's no you guys are fucking idiots i'm gonna yeah. do it like, you burned me. You scarred me for life. Like, yeah. Uh, also, I guess Skip was lying when, like, when the the kids were immediately afraid of being like, oh, Marty, like, whatever happened to that guy? And he was like, oh, I heard he did okay. <laughs> yeah, he's not doing okay. <laughs> not at all. Uh, so this is where the movie does something that I do think is actually pretty, like, 
you know, it's it's kind of cool because it really actually subverts what you're anticipating is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Because Marty straight up just kills Carol. Yeah, Carol winds up going back into the same locker room that like Marty hung dong ten years prior. <laughs> and uh he kills her in the same same shower stall that she was in uh 10 years ago so it's kind of like boom that's the last girl and she's dead too okay wow what now yeah now the movie's gonna get really weird yeah um so everything that you had seen i just want to mention uh the movie had a running time prior to adding all the, the her running up and down stairwells and through halls and through that like like abandoned theater and everything all those scenes completely improvised because the movie had a runtime of 75 minutes and they needed to get to 90 yeah <laughs> and it's obvious but once it gets to this point where he killed her and then he comes out of the locker room and he's like, aha, April Fools, April fucking fools, motherfuckers, I showed you me, Marty fucking Ransom. You're like, oh, shit, okay, all right, great. Because I was also I expecting it. a fake-out ending. Yes, absolutely. Uh, because that had already happened to us. Yeah, with April with Fools. With April Fools, is the fact that, like, everybody was in on it. Everybody, like as they got killed was then being like, look, here's the deal. Like, and help me like get to the final girl, uh, like moment. Right. They were all in on it. And so you kind of thought that maybe Carol was going to be tricked or, or maybe it was Marty himself. who uh, I don't know. You thought there was going to be a twist in that way. No, this movie goes a whole different direction. Yes. Um, so, Marty, as he's celebrating, is literally, and and, and I'm gonna be honest, I don't really like this part. No, not at because, all. Because because like, George Romero. Yeah, because it's it's interesting because it's almost as if they're punishing, uh, Marty. Yes. When it's like, no, there's no need to punish Marty. He doesn't deserve to be punished. He literally. I mean, he's still like, a murderer. <laughs> yeah but he doesn't he hasn't done anything to warrant what's gonna happen you know what i mean tyler nobody's done anything to warrant zombies coming to get you exactly because <laughs> because uh, that's what all happens, of his victims guys. come and get him yep every single person that he has killed has is now coming out of the walls to come and kill him right and then it we proceed to see that marty has woken up and he's still got the burns on his face. He looks like Michael Myers in a part of uh, part four in the beginning. <laughs> and uh, he he's got the scars on his face and he's wrestling in the hospital bed and the nurse is trying to sedate him. And it turns out, you, you know, we're we're at like week one for Marty back in high school. Yeah. And he's imagined this whole thing. Essentially, he's basically imagined what he's going to do 10 years from now. Right. Or maybe even sooner, it just so happened that that was his dream sequence. The whole movie, Dallas, you. Yeah, and I am kind of mad about that because I'm like, no, right? that's such a that's such a cop out. But what it did, at least, I guess, is, and this is where I wish that it would have happened, is what the movie does is 
it shows that Marty escapes. He takes a syringe to a doctor's eye. Oh, God, eye. this is... This is gnarly, yeah, this kill right here. Right? Takes a syringe to a doctor's eyeball and then, like, basically mugs the camera and rips off his scar tissue that's been healing and uh until freeze frame movies over right and yeah. and if that's what you were gonna do and you april fooled us right that like i just watched a movie and nothing really happened past the bullying right and that our killer will then get his revenge and you have the same cast of characters and now you get to build up on them more you know, like go more into the cheating with Estella and 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 Frank and all that kind of stuff, right? Uh, cool. Or they're completely different versions of themselves, and they get like we get the same people, and you kill them different ways, and that's not who they turned out to be. They were just Marty's interpretation. That would have been cool as yeah. a sequel too. You know, where it's like, no, Skip turned out to be a decent human being or something or a stockbroker. Or like, just change it up completely, you know? <laughs> he goes to kill them and they're all like, all right, guys. <laughs> yeah, right? He shows up and they're like, listen, Marty. They bring him into a room. They lure him. And they're like, it's an intervention for us. <laughs> yeah, for us. Take a seat, Marty. We're really sorry about how we treated you 20 years ago. It wasn't cool. <laughs> it's just like, Marty, um, do you forgive us? All right. We're going to need you to go ahead and take some lipstick there and cross our names out. <laughs> Marty, do you forgive us? No, fuck you guys. I'm permanently scarred. I know, right? Um, but yeah, that I I I just think that there was a there was potential if it wasn't for the fact that this movie was basically a limited theatrical release and then uh didn't even get a proper uh VHS release. Uh, for a while until Vestron got it. So the only country in the world that actually got a legitimate home release of this movie was Japan. Yep, and that was under the, its original title of April Fool's Day. Nice. I know, right? They got the final laugh. Well, it's very funny because both, uh, both or not both, all three films that we have done here on the show to celebrate April Fool's Day have a couple very interesting things in common. Number one is that this film today and our film last year, Killer Party, both decided, decided, uh, in quotation marks, to change their name of their film due to the fact that they heard that Paramount had already named theirs April Fool's Day. And I think Paramount, just basically being the biggest company, probably just threw their marketing out first and then and yeah. then it was like oh fuck right so killer party was just like gave up right <laughs> and then slaughter high i think was just kind of uh a victim of being like oh well what else is this well it's kids being killed at their school you know? Yeah, without a doubt. Um, I kind of wish it was something kind of like a bloody reunion or or something else, maybe. Uh, or or, or just what sucks fools. though is is that like what sucks about all this is that April Fool's Day, the film with the title April Fool's Day, 
is definitely the dud out of all three. Yes, absolutely. And I'm I'm sorry to say it. Like, it's a fun movie. Like we said, it's got Amy Steele, and um, it's also got um our boy Biff Tannen. It it you're absolutely right. The the kills are unoriginal, and the final reveal while is like what like kind of falls on your flat on its face too this this is at least fun yeah absolutely i would put this i would put i'd say this and killer party are both extraordinarily fun compared to uh april fool's day which is more of a character development uh, or expose than than a horror movie Yep. yep so what are you giving it um damn well would you recommend it first would you recommend slaughter high oh without a doubt in a heartbeat it's a lot of fun uh if you're celebrating april fools i mean you got three movies to choose from so uh yeah i would definitely pop this one in uh when it comes to the jaw scale Mm. jaws two I'm giving it a Jaws 2 as well. Really? Okay. Like a 1.9. All right. Um, what's your reasoning? I just love the kills. Yep. Really, the kills are so original and so good. Yeah. Uh, while the reason it, it wouldn't be a Jaws, of course, is because it just, it doesn't, it 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 looks really poorly filmed in some spots. Like it's super dark and grainy and there's never been a proper transfer of this, so like all you get is the VHS version. Uh, that's whether it's digital, uh, whether it's on Amazon, or, or where you're actually watching it. Like myself, you, you, there's never been a proper uh, a transfer of this that wasn't taken off of the original like negative. Uh, it's all been transfers off the original VHS negative. So. Uh, but I have to judge it off of that because that's all I've ever seen is how dark and poorly filmed this is in certain spots. But uh, so it doesn't it's like I said, like Jaws 2, it, it tries to be something it's not in that way. Does that make sense? Yeah. OK, uh, I was like, I think I just went on a rambling tangent. So I <laughs> wanted to make sure that that all added up is that like it just it doesn't live up to. It's better filmed predecessor, uh, or April Fool's Day, the Paramount one. They had more money, so it looks better. But it's so much fun. It's way more fun than I would say, like a Jaws three, in which it's just like you're hokey, you're a hack, you're schlock. You know, that's how I always feel about Jaws three. <laughs> All right, you're, you're a schlock gimmick. It's not that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's my diatribe about this movie. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, that's what we thought about it, but there's still a couple people that we've yet to hear from. So, first off, ladies and gentlemen, there's one special person in Tyler's life that we get to hear from every week. She has to sit the- through these movies with him. This is What Did Carly Think? All right. Uh, For those of you who don't know, who are new to the show, Carly is my wonderful wife. And like Jonathan said, she does have to sit through these movies with me through good and bad. And let me tell you, especially right now. (laughs) Yes, she was actually very excited to finally 
seems like for like the past two months, man, she finally got to watch one that was actually something she liked, which is good. Uh, she she really liked this movie. Oh man, she's gonna hate us next um, month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, she loved when um uh god damn it i forgot his name i keep forgetting his uh, name skip or marty yeah skip oh. she loved when skip got axed in the face she laughed so loud um because th- i didn't see it at first when it happened okay i had like looked down for a <laughs> moment and then she laughed so loud i was like what 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 what, what? and she went back and 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 showed me and i was like holy shit <laughs> so if it wasn't for her i wouldn't have seen that um so yeah she loved this movie she said she would also give it a jaws too. nice okay awesome so uh that's awesome really because i i do feel like we we've been putting her through some uh some questionable ones to say the least the ringer <laughs> um so yes well ladies and gentlemen you've heard from us you've heard from carly but there's still one group of people who think they're the most important group of people in the world and who are we to fault them this is give me five these are five and ten star reviews pulled from the internet tyler finds these i have no idea what these say and uh usually that's where the comedy comes into play right <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the first one is titled The Creepy Jester of Doddsville, written by Ruster Drails, July 3rd, 2005. I first saw Slarter High when I was like eight, and it has been my favorite slasher movie ever since. All right, buddy. I don't know how many slasher movies you've seen. I mean, it. I've only seen Slaughter High, and that's it. <laughs> um, Obviously, being in the so bad it's good category, fair, uh, Slaughter High seemed different to me than all the other Jason ripoffs of that era. The film is very dark, and the atmosphere of the abandoned school was downright creepy. Speaking of which, does anyone else agree that that did not look like a school? Look at all the doors. They're all weird shaped. Reminds me of a door you'd see in an Aladdin movie. And the janitor claims it was closed for five years, and one can obviously tell that it had been closed down for a lot longer than that. I must say, I have bragging rights because I myself have the same creepy old man mask that Marty wears. All I need is the jester hat, and I'll be roaming the the halls of Doddsville High in no time. I recommend this movie. (laughs) I'm going to kill somebody. (laughs) I recommend this movie to anyone. It's creepy. It's funny. It's gory. It's got a little something for everyone. Or maybe not. Five out of eight reviews found this review helpful. (laughs) Or maybe not. Uh, Maybe you don't like it. I'm not going to judge you. Ten stars. This next one is an Amazon review written by Alistair Buckman titled... 5 by 5 for Miss Monroe herself. Overall, this is not a bad movie. It's actually pretty much I remember high school. Only the actors are older. 
It's pretty. It's pretty much. It's so. When I first read this, I thought he was saying it's pretty much how I remember high school. Right. I was like, if you identify with the people in this movie when they're in high school, you should be in prison. <laughs> um, by far, Miss Monroe is the star of the movie, even if she is not in it as much as she could be. Typical of this genre, the name says it all. I think there are some original scenes in this one, and that is what makes this one unique. Still, this is a reason it was lost. <laughs> oh, still, there is a reason it was lost. If you have been plagued by bullies in your past, I do not recommend this film. Some of the scenes are also rather brutal, even if dated by today's standards. Five stars. <laughs> If you were bullied in the past, don't watch this movie. You may kill your bullies. <laughs> I myself was a bully, so please don't yeah. kill me. I identify with many of the characters in this film, and that, as I write this, I'm seeing might become a problem. <laughs> uh, this last one is titled, The Movie Needs to Be on DVD Now. It's Great. Written by Thrust and Gargle. <laughs> <laughs> August 22nd, 2006. This movie will give you the same sensation of purpose and satisfaction that you might experience with a heated, vibrating cod pre- What? <laughs> I repeat. This movie will give you the same sensation and per of purpose and satisfaction that you might experience with a heated, vibrating cod piece and a sack full of pretzels. <laughs> Moving on. I thoroughly enjoyed watching the Jester Mask Killer find new and improbable ways to dispatch the deserving. My only true regret is that a bathtub filled with rabid, frantic hamsters brought to a frenzy by repeated electric shops and thumpings to their genitals was not used in a murder. Mm hmm. <laughs> I think I would use a taser or a rabid gerbil's love satchel for several hours before unleashing it on the valedictorian of my high school, and I was not tortured. Why did Marty not think of this? What am I reading? <laughs> I suspect that his suicide, shortly after the film was released... Damn, did we talk about that? Yeah. yeah, okay, just wanted to make sure, um, yeah, uh, shortly after the film was released, was due in part, if not completely, with a lack of ticked-off gerbils in this film. What? <laughs> Other than the gerbil thing, it was great. <laughs> Check it out right now. Oh, wait, you can't because it's not on DVD yet. Why is this not on DVD? Somebody fix that right now because this movie rocks. 4 out of 8 found this review helpful. 10 out of 10 stars. What just happened? Please investigate that man. Please start a change.org to have that man investigated. He has committed crimes, and he must be taken down. I just thought of a great a sh a shirt that I wanted to do. I just wanted, I just wanted a picture of uh, the jester, right? And underneath it says, he hangs dong. <laughs> <laughs> um... So, oh, yeah, shit. that just about does it for us here at Bounds Away, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to have Tyler take it over at this point. 
Yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, it is the end of the month, finally. Oh my Hell god, yeah. March has ended. Um, it has been a wild, crazy month, and uh, for all we're, of us, we're in for yes, it's we're we're in for more, as it seems. Um, you know, we here at Bombs Away just want to wish you guys good health. We want to make sure that you guys are staying safe. Um, as stated before on on last week's episode, you know this 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 isolation thing is tough. Um, not going out and not seeing people, and um, what I've been telling people is that this is self isolation, but you're not isolating yourself. Reach out to people and talk to people. If you are struggling during this time, you can t- reach out to us. We're always on the DMs. Yep. We're always looking at that kind of stuff. You can send us a message on Facebook, but also just let us know, you know, if you're doing all right. Um, as you could tell, Jonathan and I are going to continue to pump out content during this time. So you guys have something that hopefully makes you laugh while we're doing all of this yep. and uh, while we're all locked up and cooped up. So keep on trucking, keep on sticking through. Hopefully it's an- only another month of this, but Stay safe in that entire time, flatten the curve, stay at home unless you absolutely can't and uh, share share yeah. I'm, because like you just mentioned that like we're we're trying our best to to give people some source of relief and entertainment out there uh so if you think that there's somebody who might enjoy this, share them uh share us with them like please like give the gift of joy and laughter uh especially right now. Yeah. So, like Jonathan says, that about does it for us. Check us out on our website, bombswayshow.com. We're still working on it. It's looking great. Um, We'll probably have it live really soon. And uh, keep tuned for next week's episode. Um, Next, it's a brand new month, so a new theme, quote-unquote. Well, the whole theme. Like Like the whole month. uh, I'm excited. The whole month is a theme we are tackling again sequels of movies that we have covered before. Well, I figured and... I figured like, you know, April Fools after this. I mean, you, I guess we could go back and do April Fools Day 1986 because you and I haven't done it, right? But but yeah, that movie sucks. Yeah. <laughs> but after next year if we decided that, we're out of April Fools things. So I decided I was like, oh, what would be a cool theme now that that's missing for us? And honestly, something that we don't do enough here, unless it's like part of a holiday or something, is like usually revisit our sequels, right? And I was like, hmm, who would be foolish enough to go back to shitty sequels to, or even shittier sequels to shitty movies we did the year before? So that's what we're going to do is basically... April's will now become the month for fools because only a fool would do these movies. Yes. So speaking of which, obviously we're going to get you guys a shorties as well. Eventually next week, more than likely before the drop of that episode to tell you everything that else that we're going to do, but coming next Tuesday will be angels in the infield. Angels. They've in the infield. They've come in. They've moved up, apparently, from the outfield. Yeah. They didn't do well at football, so <laughs> it's back to baseball. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that one has uh, David Allen Greer. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yep. The uh, the 90s version of Keenan, basically. 
<laughs> That's what I think. Uh, but we'll get into all of that next week on the show, uh, which will be our first m- first movie in our month of fools. So stay tuned for next Tuesday. Yeah, thanks, guys. Check us out on all our social media at Bombs Away Show, bombswayshow.com. And that about does it for me. I'm Tyler. I'm Jonathan. And April Fools. been a production of big bulb entertainment executive produced by jonathan young for more media and information visit us at www.bigbulbentertainment.com big bulb what's your bright idea yeah.